0: In the kind of coaching that I do, it's very upstream. Instead of going in and looking at your metrics and tweaking and solving so that your metrics look good, I want to do it and build a business that's successful in a way that it also checks off your life goals and your life desires. You can solve business problems pretty simply in a lot of different ways. However, a lot of people build businesses that then become dependent on them. And so they build really expensive jobs and they never actually accomplish the thing that they wanted, which was building a business so they could have more time time for the family, and more time for themselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Yes! And podcast. I have a very special episode for you guys today because one of the places that a lot of people contact me and go to from listening to this podcast is our signature group program called Defy. And so I'm going to bring you into a session that I recorded for Defy and a topic that I recorded for Defy on creating your offer that is in alignment. And it's a concept that is talked about and exhausted with most business coaches and courses and all of that. However, I have a little bit different perspective for you today. It's going to be a short episode. I hope that you enjoy it. And I let's just get into it. So what we're going to talk about today as far as creating your offer Comes from a story that I heard listening to a podcast that Alex Ramosi was a guest on. And he didn't say this. I wish that I had the person that said it to share it with you. Um, but I can't remember. And I'm just going to share the concept because it came up again when I was recording this stuff for our DeFi program. And in mapping out the module, because in Defy, we have mindset, life operating system, and business operating system. And so in recording the module on creating your offer, what I talked about and what I shared about was that a lot of people create the offer downstream. Very few people create the offer upstream. And when you think about the most successful companies, they created the upstream offer. So like Disney, when that company was being imagined and formulated, Walt Disney created something that didn't necessarily exist, but it solved for the same kind of problem and same kind of audience that most people were already creating for. So instead of just creating better and better and better movies, which is still downstream, he created a park where you could step into feeling like you were in the movies. And that was something that, yeah, we had fairs, but we didn't have theme parks, right? We didn't have parks that had themes where you could step into them. And feel like you were actually a part of the movies. And then from there, of course, Universal Studios started doing its backlot tours and created its own theme park, et cetera, et cetera. And the other example that I want to give you is Amazon. So Amazon entered into a really saturated market, both in shipping and logistics and providing people with items that they wanted, right? But It solved for that. It took a downstream concept and made it upstream by the people not having to ship and the stores not having to really market. So it was one place to get both of those solutions really quickly. And the analogy that was shared on the podcast that I was listening to is like a doctor pulling up on this, you know, stream and seeing somebody drowning and jumping in the water and rescuing this person. And then another person starts drowning, you know, and floating downstream. And another doctor jumps in. And this continues three, four, seven, a dozen times. And then another doctor rolls up in his car. And the doctors are like, hey, you know, you got to jump in. You got to help save this person. This person's drowning. The doctor backs his car up and starts to drive away. And the doctor's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm driving upstream to see why people keep falling in this stream and drowning. And I think in business, that's the opportunity. Instead of in, in the co- kind of coaching that I do, it's very upstream because instead of going in and looking at your metrics and tweaking and solving so that your metrics look good, I want to do it and build a business that's not just successful, but is successful in a way that it also checks off your life goals and your life desires. And so that's really important to know and to be clear. You can solve business problems pretty simply in a lot of different ways, to be honest with you. Like business and and being a third generation entrepreneur, please know that this is coming from a whole lot of bias because I grew up in business. I don't have an MBA, but I feel like I have a PhD in business because I grew up in a shipping and logistics company and then grew up in a service company. And then started, you know, my first company when I was 17. And so looking at all of that, it's like, I can see business in a whole different way. That's not difficult for me, solving business problems. However, a lot of people build businesses that then become dependent on them. And so they build really expensive jobs and they never actually accomplish the thing that they wanted, which was building a business so they could have more time for their family and more time for themselves. And I've seen people leave corporate jobs because they were having to work 45 hours a week, 50 hours a week, starting a business and then working 80 hours a week. I myself was working over 100 hours a week at one point, seven days a week, because I was like, this is what you have to do to make money. You have to work hard. Some of that's true. Some of that's not. You don't have to trade your time for money. And I was actually relatively happy doing it until I realized how it was impacting my family. And so when I saw that it was like, okay, I want to build, I want to have this amount of income and this amount of revenue, and I want to still have the same impact on people, but I don't want it to be dependent on me. That was really a game changer for me. That's the moment that I went upstream, where I was like, I'm making really good money, and I'm making a really good impact, but I'm not having the time with my family. And this is all dependent on me and having a heart condition. That's not fair to my clients, and that's not fair to my company and my team. And so I went upstream and said, okay, rather than solving for these problems with just me, how can I solve for these problems instead of with 100 people, but solve it for 1,000 people, 10,000 people, and not make it dependent on me? And so if you're like, another example of somebody who went upstream is like, instead of just making... um, better websites and selling websites to individual companies like contractors and long-care people. I look at Angie's list and they compiled all of this and said, okay, you guys can continue building your websites. I'm going to build something upstream that's going to capture a whole bunch of people and not fight you for all of the people, but actually work with you to showcase you to the people. And this is what we did with Coaches HQ as well is we saw all of the coaches and life coaches that have $15,000 or more, you know, marketing budget, being able to attract these clients and convert these clients, but not really getting, and then there were, well, let me back out of that. It's not that they weren't getting results, but it's that there was a ton of coaches that are lower price point, higher quality because it's higher touch and they weren't getting the clients because they can't compete with that marketing budget. And so we created Coaches HQ, which was, is this platform that you can come and experience a coach's content and it compiles all of the coach's content. You can read reviews and ratings and all of that. And you can interact with a coach, not just because you found them from an ad, but because you search for them using our proprietary search methods. We can give you an option on what coaches you want. And I thought, wow, that is that is the upstream offer because I was seeing all these marketing budgets being spent and people taking the same courses and learning the same stuff. But coaching, a huge part of the coaching that I do is about accountability and implementation. And that's a huge part of the Yes And podcast is making sure we're not just delivering really good nuggets of information, but we're always encouraging, you to go do and implement this in yourself and in your life and in your business. Connect with us, have a conversation with me on social media. Put your comments below, all of that kind of stuff. Share this episode with somebody that it relates to. Like we're creating a community. We're not just creating a sale. And so with all of that being said, that's the concept of upstream. So whatever you're doing right now, figure out even how you can offer it upstream instead of just offering it to the drowning people. And you're gonna have a ton more success and you're gonna enjoy it too. Remember that you're building a business that works for you, not the other way around. Not building a business that you work for, and that's really what my niche is in, and what I help people do. And so that's where I think that this concept of upstream can really help. And I really enjoyed sharing it with our Defy community and in that program. And so I just wanted to break this little piece out and bring it to you on the Yes and podcast as a little bit of like uh, sneak peek content, teaser content. Um. And I know that it will impact your life. And I can't wait to connect with you and hear how it helps and supports so many of you, what your thoughts were. That's why I do this. So let's continue the conversation on social Instagram. It's at the Bunny Young. And there are all the links below this episode as always. And I just appreciate you being here each and every week, whether this is your first episode you have ever listened to because somebody that cares about you sent it to you or whether this is the 10th episode that you've listened to or you've been listening to us since the beginning. I'm so thrilled and it means the world to me to have you here. I am Bunny Young and this is the Yes And Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.